There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed, song of the redeemed. We're back on the podcast for the Wednesday edition of the podcast. We certainly rejoice in the goodness of the Lord this day. We thank the Lord for his mercies, which were new this morning. And this is a reminder to those of you that are in the Oxford, North Carolina area. We will be there on Sunday. That's this coming Sunday, which is going to be the 4th of December. Hard to believe December is creeping up on us, but it certainly is. And we'll be there with the folks of the Grace Baptist Church. That's at 612 Broad Street. And that's right in the town of Oxford, North Carolina, the following Sunday. Uh, we'll be down in the Concord Baptist Church. That's a one Wando Circle, Lexington, North Carolina. Pastor Frank Townsend and the folks there have opened the doors for us to come. How we rejoice in that. We thank the Lord for that. And uh, the Lord's certainly been good to us in this day and this hour. The Lord's given us some weekends, some places to preach on the weekends, even here at the Christmas season. And I've often joked about it, but as soon as Christmas is over, it usually takes about two or three weeks to recover, and then folks get serious about God again. So those of you that have been seeking God, those of you that do not have salvation, do not have the assurance of faith, I would ask that you please continue to seek God even in the Christmas season. And it seems like so many churches just put everything on hold and we got to get to the ritual of Christmas. It's become a ritual and we don't see a lot spiritually going on during the Christmas season. And it's a shame that we have to take five to six weeks out of the year, set God aside, perform a ritual that we call God. And yet men are not seeking God in that season. They're, everything else under the sun is distracting them from the things of God. And let it not be so in your heart. Let it not be so in your life. Uh, maintain that walk with God. Those of you that know him, those of you that have assurance of faith, maintain that relationship with him. Stay with the closeness with God. You preachers that listen, get in the pulpits and preach the power of God and uh, preach on the glories of God and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And uh, let's do that this Christmas season. I've asked the Lord to help me. Uh, give me some messages, not just the run-of-the-mill Christmas message, but Christmas message that would stir hearts and stir in hearts and lives for the glory of God. Psalm 116, we left off here yesterday. Verse 3 is where I'm going to start. We said, the sorrows of death compassed me, and the pains of hell got hold upon me. I found trouble and sorrow. Then called I upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, deliver my soul. Now, I know the reference here, we mentioned uh, last night on the podcast, as we touched just briefly on this, in verse 4 of Psalm 18, the sorrows of death compassed me, and the floods of ungodly men made me afraid. The sorrows of hell compassed me about, the snares of death prevented me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried unto my God. He heard my voice out of his temple, and my cry came before him even into his ears. Now, what happened when he inclined his ear to Jesus Christ, his cry came into his ears. And I like that. That's a wonderful statement. The cry came into his ears, explains a lot of things about the ear. 
Then the earth shook and trembled. You know, a lot of people need to hear the word of God come into their ears. It's not enough that it touches their ears. It's not enough that it comes unto their ears. They need to take the word of God and receive it into their ears. They need their ears to be open. To do that, their ear has to be circumcised that they can hear. And the word of God would come into their ears. And then he goes on when he said, The earth shook and trembled. The foundations also of the hills moved and were shaken because he was wroth. That's our companion in Psalm 18. We see that a lot in this passage because Psalm 18 is that companion scripture to Psalm 116. Now he goes on, he says this then about the matter of delivering his soul. And I'm going to look at several places and start in Psalm 6. Psalm 6 and verse 3, my soul is also sore vexed, but thou, O Lord, how long? Return, O Lord, deliver my soul. O save me for thy mercy's sake. So again, we see that statement, deliver my soul. And again, is his soul lost without hope? Is his soul lost and and damned? No, he's delivering his soul from the oppressor, from bondage, from the attack that's on him. And we see numerous times in the scripture, it talks about delivering his soul. We'll see that theme throughout these verses and throughout scripture. Psalm 120 and verse 1 and 2. In my distress, I cried unto the Lord, and he heard me. Deliver my soul, O Lord. And here's what he's asking for deliverance from. From lying lips and from a deceitful tongue. Again, so we see the oppression. We see Satan. We see wicked men rise up against us. We cry unto the Lord. We call upon the Lord. And he is faithful to deliver our soul. And we see that in Psalm 116 and verse 3. He said, I found trouble and sorrow. That's why he asked the Lord to deliver his soul, because of trouble and sorrow. And so again, continuing on in Scripture, Psalm 17 and verse 3. Thou hast proved mine heart. Thou hast visited me in the night that thou hast tried me and shalt find nothing. I am purposed that my mouth shall not transgress. Why is he saying that? Because he needs his soul delivered. His mouth has not transgressed. He has not lied. He has not been deceitful. And so verse six, I have called upon thee for thou wilt hear me, O God, incline thine ear unto me and hear my speech. So again, we see the scripture. Verse 13, it all lines up, line upon line, line upon line, precept upon precept, precept upon precept. Arise, O Lord, disappoint him, cast him down, deliver my soul from the wicked, which is thy sword. We talked about that in the podcast, clear back in January. From men which are thy hand, O Lord, from men of the world which have their portion in this life, and whose belly thou fillest with thy hid treasure, they are full of children, and leave the rest of their substance to their babes. As for me, I will behold thy face in righteousness. I shall be satisfied when I awake with thy likeness. The soul of Jesus Christ. The soul and the deliverance of the soul. Psalm 22 and verse 20. Deliver my soul from the sword, my darling from the power of the dog. Now, Psalm 56 also touches on that same reference, which we know Psalm 22 is messianic, and therefore we know Psalm 56 is messianic. For thou hast delivered my soul from death, 
There's the deliverance of his soul. Now, this is going to reference what we're going to talk about in the next couple of days. Wilt not thou deliver my feet from falling, that I may walk before God in the light of the living? Now, as we look at these scriptures in light of the word of God, we see several other places in these passages. Verse 7 is one of those. Shall I escape by iniquity? No, we're not going to escape by iniquity. So then we see in Psalm 69 and verse 18, also, again, concerning the deliverance of his soul, he said, draw nigh unto my soul and redeem it, deliver me because of mine enemies. And then Psalm 25, our last reference concerning his soul, Psalm 25 and verse 20, he says, oh, keep my soul and deliver me. Let me not be ashamed, for I put my trust in thee. So again, now we see the faith of Jesus Christ. We see the desire of Jesus Christ to enter into that rest, the rest of his father, to restore that relationship to his father, be delivered from the wicked, his darling from the power of the dog, that's deliver his body, deliver his soul, bring them out of the heart of the earth, bring his soul out of hell, restore him to his right position, So he calls upon the name of the Lord in faith, believing God, knowing that God will incline his ear to him, and the fellowship between the Father and the Son can be restored again. I believe we've rightfully discerned these passages. I believe we've rightfully divided the word of truth. We see this as Jesus Christ. These verses are not for the salvation of sinners. These verses are the faith of Jesus Christ. Salvation comes, I don't want to get ahead of myself too far, but when we having the same spirit of faith, I believe, where therefore have I spoken, that is the salvation of the soul. Because we see the faith of Jesus Christ. We're justified, Galatians 2.17, by his faith. Now we'll go on here in the passage, and we're going to read down in verse 5, gracious is the Lord and righteous, yea, our God is merciful. And then I like verse 6. Verse 6 is, probably one of the most well-known verses of Psalm 116. The Lord preserveth the simple. I was brought low, and he helped me. Glory to God. When I was brought low, the Lord helped me. When I was brought low, he inclined his ear unto me. When I called upon his name, and he delivered me from the circumstance that was keeping me, the circumstance that was oppressing me, from the hands of ungodly men, from the hands of wicked men. I had that same spirit of faith while I've been saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. And so he said, the Lord preserveth the simple. I was brought low when he helped me. Return unto thy rest, O my soul. So again, there we see the soul of Jesus Christ. And he's requesting the return unto his rest. For the Lord hath dealt bountifully with thee. I wrote down one reference for that matter of rest. And I know New Testament Doctrine deals with the rest that God gives. Uh, His yoke is easy. His burden is light. Why? He wants to bring us into that rest. But I wrote this in Psalm 132 and verse 8. Arise, O Lord, into thy rest, thou and the ark of thy strength. That let thy priests be clothed with righteousness, and let thy saints shout for joy. For thy servant David's sake, turn not away the face of thine anointed. The Lord has sworn in truth unto David, he will not turn from it. Of the fruit of thy body will I set upon thy throne. That's a promise that God has made to David. 
And it's interesting that the word of God then uses that when he speaks, I will rise, O Lord, into thy rest. There's a time coming when Jesus Christ will enter into that rest. It'll be a time of rest, not just for him. It's a time of rest for this world. It's a time of rest for this earth. It's a time of rest for creation. It's a time of rest for the saints of God, those that come back with him. It'll be a time of rest, a thousand years of rest on this earth. And what a glorious day that will be. Why? Because of the promise that he made to David, the covenant. And God has made that covenant with David. And he explains that in Psalm 132 and verse 8 to us. But then verse 7 goes on in Psalm 116. And he said this, oh, my soul. And I just want to run that through quickly and just look at all my soul through the Old Testament Psalms. Psalm Psalm 16, rather, and verse 2. Again, we know a well-known Messianic Psalm. Preserve me, O God, for in thee do I put my trust. O my soul, thou hast said unto the Lord, thou art my Lord. My goodness extendeth not to thee, but to the saints that are in the earth, and to the excellent whom is all my delight. And then verse 10, he says, For thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. Thou wilt show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Psalm 120 and verse 2. Again, we're talking about, oh, my soul. Just look at that little phrase, oh, my soul. And he said this, Deliver my soul, O Lord, from lying lips and from a deceitful tongue. Psalm 17. Now, we were in Psalm 17 earlier in this very podcast, but I want to go back and look at one other passage there. Thou hast proved mine heart. Oh, glory to God, thou hast proved mine heart. But then in verse 13, deliver my soul. There's that phrase. We talked about this earlier. Deliver my soul from the wicked. Psalm 22, the same thing we talked about, the deliverance that he calls upon the Lord for deliverance. And he says, deliver my soul. You see, it's not redundant. We're not trying to uh, go back and just rehash everything. But he talks about, oh, my soul. Now, Psalm 42 in verse 5, he says this, why art thou cast down, oh, my soul? And why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God. And so again, we see that statement of, oh, my soul. Verse 11, why art thou cast down, O my soul? Why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him, who is the health of my countenance and my God. Psalm 43 and verse 5, why art thou cast down, O my soul? Why art thou disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him who is the health of my countenance and my God. So again, we're rehashing many of these Messianic Psalms we've touched on, but Psalm 116 just ties them all together and brings them all into one light, brings them all into one understanding. And he says in Psalm 103, bless the Lord, all my soul and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, all my soul. And forget not all his benefits. Psalm 104 and verse 1. Bless the Lord, O my soul, O Lord my God, thou art very great. Thou art clothed with honor and majesty. O my soul. Verse 35 of that same 
passage, let the sinners be consumed out of the earth. Let the wicked be no more. Bless thou the Lord. Oh, my soul, praise ye the Lord. Our last reference today is in Psalm 146 and verse 1, where the word of God tells us this. Praise ye the Lord. Praise the Lord, all my soul. While I live, will I praise the Lord. I will sing praise unto my God. Will I have any being? Line upon line, line upon line, precept upon precept, precept upon precept. We get a little bit here. We get a little bit there. That's here a little and there a little. What's the purpose of that? Well, the word of God told us over in Isaiah 28. You know what he's trying to do? He's trying to capture men. He's trying to grip men's hearts. He's trying to get a hold of men and understanding. And to do that, when he proves the scripture to them, not as he proved the scripture, he proves his son to them, that they might see Jesus Christ. They might see it by faith. For he says on this wise, this is the rest wherewith you may cause the weary to rest. And this is the refreshing, yet they would not hear. But the word of the Lord was unto them, precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little, that they might go and fall backward and be broken and snared and taken. God is trying to grip hearts. So we get a little bit here. We get a little bit there. It's line upon line, line upon line, all through the word of God. We've taken precept upon precept. And Psalm 116 just brings all of them together in the light of Jesus Christ. Bear with us. We have a couple more podcasts on Psalm 116. Then we'll try to summarize this entire psalm as we really summarize the Messianic psalms in this one psalm. And so bear with us the next couple of days as we continue to look at Psalm 116. Have a great day. There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning, and he longs to return to the Lord as he cries for forgiveness and mercy. God is waiting. You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelist.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address, which is Manasseh Community Baptist Church, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania. 17006. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption all at night. Now the angels of God are rejoicing for the prodigal child has come home, and the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed.